Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to episode three of the podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about dieting and mostly why dieting may not be working for you and sort of doesn't really work as a general. We're almost in March now at the time of recording, don't know when you're listening, and for most people they would have started the diet in January and by now probably would have given it up if you're still doing one, that is quite miraculous, you're in the few. Um, so take a little minute to think, did you try diet at New Year's or recently? Are you still on it? Did you finish it? Why did you finish that? Why was it not a long-term thing? Have a little bit of reflection. And the main thing is, know that we've all been there. Nobody pretty much sticks to their diet from New Year's or throughout the year. Dieting is a normal part of our culture. Diet rates flow in waves around the cycle of post-Christmas diet, New Year's diet, that inevitably crashes, marketing ceases a little bit, and then the summer beach body marketing campaign hits. Everyone wants to look a certain way for summer, and then again it eases into autumn as we're trying to sell lots of food for Christmas. As soon as that food is all sold, bam, New Year's diet starts again. So it's very cyclical, and naturally our culture promotes this starting and stopping of diets. Why does it do that? Because at its core, dieting is a business. It's a billion-dollar business. And more and more every year it is making. So what happens if the diet works? You're happy in your body. You never have to use any of those things again that dieting has told you that you need. It makes no money. You are happy. You're not buying anything. You're not buying a 12-week program. You're not buying those low-calorie foods. And they make nothing. That is why diets are made to work for a few weeks. Get that little initial, this is working. I've lost a tiny bit of weight. Something happens that's good. And then they inevitably crash and burn and you think, just one more, I'm going to buy a different plan. I'm going to buy a new type of food or this new meal prep program and that's going to be the difference. My motivation is going to kick in, my willpower is better. It's this one diet, the next one will be better. And we can continue on this cycle forever of the next diet is going to be the one. I'm going to eat properly from next week. I'm going to find something that works for me. And ultimately, they don't. And that's nothing to do with... You, your willpower, your motivation. Diets at their very core are not designed to work. And so they never will. And that's nothing to do with you. It's the way they're designed. And they have a lot of negative side effects. Dieting makes you more preoccupied with food. makes food the enemy. And it leads often to guilt and shame around food. So rather than looking forward to what you eat, you're worried, you're over planning. And that's sometimes when you're not even officially on a diet. You're just eating healthy, quote unquote, or trying a little harder that's not even a full-fledged outline strict diet it's just a diet mentality now you may have heard of the term dieting cycle dieting paradox they're used interchangeably there's lots of different terms for it and basically it's the idea that the harder you diet the harder you fall because it will just keep going round and round you diet and restrict you start to feel okay initially but it's it's not good long term. You can't just eat a few foods. You start to crave those foods that you've been banning from your diet. And you just have one. And because it's been restricted, you think, oh, what the hell? Just for today, 
I'll eat normally or just for this weekend and on Monday I'll start again and it may lead to binging overeating just generally feeling that you fell off the wagon a little bit and this is mixed with guilt shame a lot of negative emotions as to be expected because you've been feeling really good about the diet initially and so you think this is it starting Monday starting tomorrow I'm gonna go even harder on the diet I'm gonna cut those calories a little bit more I'm gonna work out a little bit extra and what happens when you push the restriction it's even less time before that initial I'll just have one little thing or I'll just take a day off and it starts to crash again and you feel guilty and you feel that you failed so you lean into it more you try a new diet you try a stricter diet you and that cycle keeps going keeps going it's the paradox of a diet it isn't meant to work it makes you feel bad but what do you turn to to fix it? More dieting. And we always think it's the last time. Next time I'll stick to it. So here's some questions for you to have a little bit of a think about. Do you experience any of the classic signs of diet backlash? So you're sort of done with dieting. Do you find yourself eating less food but being hungry all the time? Does the thought of going on a diet start to make you crave foods that you already know you won't be able to have? Do you not trust yourself around food? Are you experiencing so- social social withdrawal around food? Are you avoiding any going out with friends or family if there's food involved? Are you using caffeine or energy drinks to survive the day because you're underfueling yourself? Some things to think about if you found yourself nodding or, or saying yes to any of those. Maybe it's reflecting that diets really aren't serving you. And now on to a term that you've probably heard, there's been a real rise in it on Instagram, on social media in the last couple of years. But what does it really mean? Diet culture. Now, diet culture has lots of different definitions depending on who you ask. But at its core, it's the idea that we all want to be thin, thin is the ideal body type, body shape, etc. And this is equated to health and also moral virtue. So if you can't be thin, not only are you unhealthy. But there's some sort of moral issue with that. And therefore you can be judged. You can be discriminated against, which is what some people in larger bodies will experience. And generally you can be treated unfairly. Diet culture demonises certain ways of eating and praises others. Which means that if you don't match up to this, you're considered an outcast. And you will spend a lot of time, energy and money trying to meet this, this culture and fit that thin ideal. And it's everywhere. It's in the media. It's in social media. It's even the way we were raised. Your parents might think that a certain BMI or look or body shape is best. And it's no wonder it affects a large number of people because we're brought up with it. So with that, when you're thinking about going on a diet or thinking about a diet you're currently on or how you want to eat, some questions for you to to consider. First things first. What's the reason? Why are you going on a diet? You might be thinking, oh, I just want to lose a little bit of weight. But digging that little bit deeper, why? Do you want a bit more control in your life? Are you going through a time of transition? Maybe you're moving away, you've broken up with someone, something's happening that you feel like, I'm a bit stagnant and I need a change. Is it a time that you socialise with friends? You can bond over the shared dieting. Maybe you're using local Weight Watchers meetings as a social outing. Just think about why you're dieting. 
what's the reason a little bit deeper than maybe that initial I just want to look a certain way and maybe you think why is it because you follow someone on Instagram that looks that way or you've been told that's your ideal BMI that's what you should look like I'll leave you with that to ponder next thing if you're thinking that's not me I don't diet I'm just eating healthy or I just watch watch what I eat there's a term called pseudo dieting and that basically means although you're not doing a set diet or you're not physically dieting your brain is still on a diet you're still restricting you're still thinking I shouldn't eat that that food is bad that food is off limits I should eat x amount of calories I should be eating at these times a day I should drink a coffee or energy drink rather than having breakfast that's a diet mentality even if you're not technically on a diet and last thing if again you're on a diet and you're thinking oh I'm fine none of these things affect me I want you to think about how has dieting affected you often we like to think of the highs if you're going through a, a bit of a tough time restricting you're hungry quite a lot it's easy to think oh yeah but I feel like I have more energy or oh my clothes are starting to feel a little loose things like that but have a think about what that's that's cost dieting decreases your metabolism increases cravings can actually increase your risk of heart disease some studies have found so think about huh how is my body actually feeling am I really low energy all the time am I getting sick more all because I'm trying to look a little bit thinner just something to think about Again, some people like to journal these sort of things, get the thoughts out on paper, or maybe you just ponder it a little bit. And now you might be thinking, oh no, dieting clearly isn't serving me, but what's the alternative? I've been raised with diets, my mum was on a diet, my aunt was on a diet, it's all I've ever known. I can't trust myself to eat. And dieting leads to that lack of trust. I'll just put that out there. So a lot of people worry about stopping dieting being a, a loss of control and, oh, I'll just eat pizza for every meal I eat chocolate all day every day and that's one of the main things in intuitive eating is that as soon as we lose that deprivation things become less enticing if I said you can eat chocolate every day after a couple of days you will get sick of it I know it sounds no I wouldn't but everyone who has done it does even if they go through an initial period of eating a lot of it and that's just a natural rebound to that diet culture when you're done with dieting you experience what's called a paradigm shift and with that, you will start to notice what dieting has done to you and know that you don't want to go back. And there's a couple of steps that are really helpful in this sort of cementing that shift in your brain. So you don't necessarily jump back to just one more diet as it's known. So first things first, recognise the damage dieting has caused you. If dieting caused the issue, it can't be part of the solution. Maybe you make a note of it. Maybe you have it somewhere you can see. So the next time you're thinking, oh, I don't like the way my body looks, I need to really cut my calories or I need to cut out everything bad look at that piece of paper and say dieting has meant I didn't go out with my friends dieting means I didn't eat some of my birthday cake things like that that just remind you dieting isn't helping you maybe it's affecting those around you and if you find that it has caused you to develop an eating disorder it might be worth seeking some professional help. Just putting that in there. If you feel like you're struggling and it's actually on reflection, it's caused some deeper issues than you thought, it might be worth checking with a professional. Second thing, start to recognise some of those diet mentality traits. Do you find yourself going, oh, I shouldn't be eating that or I should be eating that? Maybe you think, oh, I just have no willpower when you're eating when you're hungry. 
maybe you think, oh, I've failed, I've eaten this. Start to move away from should and need to and fail. Willpower and motivation, those are all terms that just don't serve you when you're eating intuitively. It's about listening to your body, not listening to someone saying you should do this, or you should be motivated enough to do this. Third thing, ditch the scale if you haven't already. Using weight as a metric is never going to serve you. Your physical body will change with sleep levels, hydration levels, stress levels, whether you've just eaten a meal, whether you've eaten a lot of carbohydrates, fibre, if you're someone who menstruates, where you are in your cycle. All these things will affect your weight. And just that little thing of stepping on the scale is enough to reinforce in your brain. I need to eat less because this number has changed, even if it's just because you drank more water that morning. It is never going to serve you. Ditch the scale. You'll be much happier without it. It may feel weird at first, but over time, you'll get used to it. Often we know how our body feels. We're very intuitive, hence intuitive eating. So over time, you'll start to get a feel for how do I feel energetically? How do I feel in my body? Fourth thing, know that you will be pulled back in. And I say that not as something negative, but just you're surrounded by a culture of thinness and diets and summer bodies, new year bodies, etc. We all fall into it. No one just goes, ah, yes, intuitive eating and is done for life. Just know it's part of the process. And actually, sometimes when people were eating intuitively for a while and then they experience that just, oh, I'm just going to go on a diet and then I'll get back to intuitive eating. They'll reflect that they felt more aware of the effect of the diet that they didn't last very long often. But they'll go, ah, I noticed what it did to me more. I noticed how my mindset changed. And I've learned a lot about my body. And I've realised that it really doesn't serve me. So just know that you'll get pulled back in. It takes a while to shake it. Just one more diet is one of the most common things that you experience, see here. So just know you will get pulled back in. It takes a while to shake it and it takes a lot of effort. But you can and it'll serve you once you move away from diets. Last thing I want to note is the body plays catch up on its own terms, not yours. Now, this is a phrase that was used in the intuitive eating book. And I really like it. It's one of the main things that stands out to me is when you move away from dieting, and I know it can be hard. There will be repercussions. Your hunger levels might up. You might get cravings for those forbidden foods. It's very normal. You've said, I can't eat chocolate for two months and been really horrible to yourself mentally every time you think about eating chocolate. Now you've removed all of that restriction. You might you might go a little bit the other way. And that's absolutely fine and very normal. You'll find a middle ground over time. But the body is playing catch up from deprivation. Maybe that's years. Maybe that's months. Who knows? It is your experience. Now, you might, after a month of not dieting, be like, you know what? I feel great. Blah, blah, blah. But actually, your body's still getting back into its normal rhythm. So you might have some side effects. The body does what it does. It's just learning to be in tune with that and deal with it as it comes. And lean into the process, most of all. Maybe you start making notes of things like that. Start to be that little bit more aware of your body. Or maybe you just notice it as it arises. Now, in this episode, I haven't gone too much into how to move away from dieting. I'm going to do that in another one. But often this sort of realisation that dieting doesn't serve you and wanting to move away from it isn't instantaneous. It a, takes a while. You might know intellectually, dieting doesn't serve me. I don't want to do this anymore. But then you see your favourite influencer promoting a diet. And you think, oh, that looks great. I'll not look like that. I'll do that. Very normal. 
let it sit with you a while again some people like to journal some like to just ponder it over see what serves them all part of the process if you want some support cutting those ties with dieting or some next steps send me a dm or book a discovery call through my website and as always i'm going to leave you with a few reflections to help you as you sort of go on this journey so whether you are on a diet currently or the last diet that you had first things first why are you on it why were you on it and think of it as digging down initial reason i wanted to lose weight second why why did you want to lose weight because i think it will make me healthier i think it'll make me look better okay why will it make you healthier why will it make you look better why do you think you need to look better because someone told me that if i was then i'd look better digging down actually i don't think this someone has told me this or i've been told that if i lose a little bit of weight i can move more have you tried moving more without losing weight have you tried separating just digging into that why that little bit deeper second thing to think about how is it serving you and actually it might be making you feel quite good currently and it's just you haven't quite reached the peak before that restriction maybe starts to get a little too much and it might be worth making a little table pros cons and just seeing what's the pros what's the cons so far maybe pros i feel a little bit better cons i never go out field with my friends anymore and that's very personal to you maybe that's for you that's valid just make that little table and maybe update it as you experience and go through the diet and see at what point does it not serve you. Third thing, if you were to quit the diet tomorrow, what fears would you have? Oh no, I'm going to gain the weight back. Oh no, I'm going to overeat, I'm going to binge. What are you scared of that is keeping you on that diet? And actually, fears like, I'm going to overeat, I'm going to binge. Are they being caused? By the diet you're currently on and then last thing is there just one thing you can do today to start to break up the diet culture maybe it's unfollowing that page on instagram that's always putting their weight or pictures of their body in the mirror maybe it's unfollowing some influencers like promoting some diet products maybe it's setting a boundary with those around you that when they talk about diets you say can we not today or someone saying oh i'm feeling really heavy today or I've gained five pounds I'm now this much and you just say I'd rather we didn't talk about weight or numbers just finding little things you can do to help shift that mentality if maybe you're not ready to leave diets yet and that's absolutely fine it's a process for everyone I'll leave you with that little bit of ruminating and see you next time